welcome to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We're your hosts, Rachel Paul and Vicki Collier. So welcome to the show and thank you everyone for listening. Today we are going to talk about the link between periodontal disease um, and diabetes as well as stroke. Mm-hmm. So, right. I mean, I don't think this is anything new. We've We've talked about this before. I would hope that most hygienists and dental professionals know this. But, right, right. But I, I still don't know that all our patients know this. The, and that's, yeah, that's why you we're know, having Have this you ever had a patient that seems surprised with your perio diagnosis? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You know? And then, uh, you know, you still have those patients who aren't concerned, who don't seem concerned about no. perio. And they just don't understand that, you know, your mouth is connected sure. to everything Everything else, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's our obligation as healthcare providers to make our patients aware of that link between between gum disease and other diseases, right. um, diabetes, stroke, blood pressure. I you mean, know. yeah, the list can go on. Yeah, and on low and birth on. weight babies and all those things together. But um, you know, they've got to understand whether they understand or not. We are obligated to make sure that they know. I right. think so. Right. Well, and I think too, there's enough research to back up a lot of this too. Right. I mean, if right. you, I think it's important that you have the research to back it up in your treatment room Absolutely. that you can then give the patient, yeah. right? Yeah. I read an article recently, Dr. Sam Lau, he's a professor emeritus of periodontics at the University of Florida College of Dentistry. I actually worked with him. When I started my first, well, actually my second job in hygiene, I only had two. Um, one lasted three years and the other one lasted 16 or 17, I think. But I was coming to this practice out of a, um, a a pedo practice. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, my, my skills in treating perio were not as high as I probably, I went straight out of school into pedo, so I didn't yeah. have to treat any perio um, after that. So my dentist sent me to Dr. Lau's course in Florida uh, for two or three days, I think, which was, was kind of neat. So I've enjoyed listening to him over the years. Oh, and, yeah. You know, he, and we, didn't, I think you, you and I, not, we yeah, did. We were in we a course, I think, in him. Courses. I, do, I, I like him. I do, he's, too. He's a really good, um, his classes are good, too. Yes, yeah. He's entertaining. Good speaker, entertaining, yeah, yeah. And, and brings you a lot of really good information. Yes. So, um, so he said there are studies that show that the rates of diabetes and stroke correspond in certain geographical areas, particularly in the southeastern region of the United States, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. I don't know that I'd paid much attention to that before. No, I don't think I have. And dental disease is more common in the so-called stroke belt. Oh, I did not know that this yeah. was the stroke belt. I didn't either. Hmm. But, now, but, but I guess that makes sense. I mean, yeah. obviously, we know these things potentiate each other or right. they're related in some way. Um, I just didn't realize there was a region, but being from the South, it doesn't really surprise me. I, uh, I don't think I'm surprised either. <laughs> um, it said that 24% of patients, uh, 60 or older, have diabetes. So about a quarter of the patient that you will see mm-hmm. who are 60 years of age or older have diabetes. Um, patients with type 2 diabetes have about threefold increased odds of having periodontitis compared with patients without diabetes. That's pretty um, huge. I think so Three too. Fold, that's significant. Yeah, I think so too. And we know that the two make it harder to control the other. If right. you've got gum disease, it makes it harder to control your diabetes and mm-hmm. vice versa. So, yeah. and uh, you've probably had patients, and I did too, that I could tell how their blood sugar was running. Uh, By according the to, of their mouth. Yes, Absolutely. what it looked like. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, th- obviously, there's a correlation there. Um, a study of United Concordia, by United Concordia, of 1.7 million patients found that annual health care savings of more than $3,000 are possible when medical and pharmacy savings are combined for patients with diabetes who are treated for perio and have at least seven annual visits as part of their therapy. Seven See, annual now, visits. See, now, I would no. think if I were a patient and, you know, a lot of our patients are concerned, especially mm-hmm. if they're on a budget or sure. whatever, 
could be concerned about money, just showing them these stuff Making like a this. smaller investment in your health and yeah. going and not avoiding yeah. is going to save you it's money in the long, save long run. You. Yeah. yeah. And it'd be great if insurance companies would also recognize that and maybe help patients out more. I don't know. You know, there's you nothing. Know, nothing no, I do think free. we are seeing them pick up more stuff, though. And I think so, too. You're starting um, to see that. In fact, um, you know, we've talked about this before, probably. Um, some insurances are offering three, even four appointments per year for patients. Right. Yeah. Um, someone told me that they, they had their uh, their insurance company actually called them and said, You're, you know, we, we pay for three a year. Why are you only using two? Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought, are you sure? Are you yeah, sure like, this is wait, an insurance company that this did this? Is, yeah, I was, that was surprising. They actually of. encourage you to use your benefits. But, yeah. but I think we need to know that. We can't know everything there is to know about every insurance company, but if we have some of that information and we can share it, I think it's going to be it's well, beneficial. Well, and it could help overcome that barrier, too. Absolutely, yeah. Right? So I think that's good to be aware of that. So when, you know, when you're doing benefits checks mm -hmm. for your patients, especially if they're diabetic or they're pregnant or, you know, have yeah. any of these yeah any of this, you could just go ahead and give a quick call and ask them what is their coverage for that. We've talked about ease of business. This is one oh, of those yeah. things that help that. If we can provide them with some of that information. Well, it's a no-brainer if you're, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously recommend it regardless. Mm -hmm. And there's some sure. words you can say to help with that. But if you're taking away the insurance barrier, like why yeah. wouldn't they? It's yeah, no absolutely. Um, and anything, you know, one thing that I thought was really interesting is that a patient with a healthy mouth will live on the average about 10 years longer. Oh, I believe that. That's crazy. So, yeah. you know, if we're, we are talking about, you know, what we do in our dental practice is not just cleaning teeth. It is, it's overall. And so this is one more way that we can try to educate our patients and let them see that we are very concerned about the connection of what we see in their medical history and what we see in their mouth. Right. And what it means. Um, it just made me think of this story about living longer. I've had um, patients that or offices that would tell me that they're in um, retirement communities and mm -hmm. a lot of their older patients just really don't care about treating their period because wow. they're like, well, you know, at this <laughs> this point in my life, does it really matter? Right. Is that I'm not going to live that least much of my worries I mean, at this so point? Yeah. To, right. To think that, but they'll they'll say, they'll say yeah. that kind of as a joke, but not really. Right. But then you just kind of figure, well, what do they care about? So if they have grandchildren, you know, mm -hmm. well, don't you want to live longer? To, I know see your grandchildren, right. and that might be the difference of them wanting to accept that or not. Do you not. enjoy a steak? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Have you, even as you get older, do you choose to eat nothing but mashed potatoes and rice? <laughs> yeah, enjoy the rest right. of your, the, exactly. the, according to you, last few years right. of your life. Right, and you have to relate it to that person and see right. what's important to them and let them maybe see that things are important they might not have thought were to begin with. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think as healthcare providers, pointing this stuff out to them and not being not shying away from it. Yeah. I think sometimes we are worried that we'll offend the right. patient if we give them this information right. that, hey, you know, if you have a healthy mouth, you're going to live 10 years longer. Well, yeah. that's, why wouldn't we? Why sure. are we scared to say that stuff? Right. You know, so give them, I would have some pamphlets, give them all the tools to educate them on this because they're, you know, the general public doesn't know this information. I think right. we sometimes take for granted that we know it and we just assume other people know sure. it, but they don't. Right. You know? I mean, how many times have I been in offices and trained them and maybe the hygienists knew, but the assistants weren't aware of some of these. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Front desk didn't know. Mm -hmm. So And and that's what's going to you know, some people don't care if they lose their teeth. I right. mean, honestly, because grandma did and grandpa did and whoever else and did in the family, did. and that's what you did. I mean, yeah. that's just, you know, that's kind of the norm. Um, but if we can overcome some of that and let them see it's not only about your teeth, this is about the rest of your body. Right. Um, 
And you're exactly right, the entire team knowing this and understanding it and being able to identify those things in a medical history right. are important. Yeah, and it could also help keep, uh, you know, keep that patient coming in as regular as they need to. Mm -hmm. They're right. trying to call and cancel their three month. Now you've got your front desk team equipped with a little bit more knowledge sure. on why it's so important. And right? able to confront them when they do that. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so I would just, you know, encourage you to sit down with your team and uh, make sure you've got some good tools to give your patients mm -hmm. and to educate them on this. I mean, we just touched the tip of an iceberg oh, yeah. here. I think yeah. we've had previous episodes where we dive deeper into some of these links, but the reminder is a good one. It really is. It you know? is. Yeah. yeah. So um, just, yeah, just go back and how much are you really educating your patients on these connections and really the whole team, not just your patients, but right. the whole team needs to be on the same page with what you're saying to your patients and knowing exactly what um, what the facts are, right. really. Right. So, awesome. All right. Well, as always, we appreciate you listening. Um, be sure to check out next week's episode. And until then, stay, stay educated. educated.